Welcome. Uh, not you. I say welcome. I've got a whole hey. script. I've got a whole script in my head. If I, if I don't say it now, I'll get a tumor or a stomach ulcer or something. Right. Okay. Hello and welcome to uh, another edition of Ringham and Godzilla's Alpha Bites. My name is Robert Ringham, and I am whatever I say I am. If I wasn't, why would I say I am? In the papers, the news. Every day I am. Radio won't even play my jam. And to my immediate left is uh, the maker of literally 27 different horse brasses, Mr. Daniel Godzilla. Hello there, everybody. <laughs> was that, fu- that was, was that funny enough? Was that funny? Was, it? was it funny enough? <laughs> I just uh, I had this built. It was all in my head, Dan. And what did you do? You came in with your welcome. Well, well, where are we supposed to? Where are we supposed to go from there? Was that a rap? <laughs> it was a rap. It was more than a rap. It was an Eminem rap. An Eminem. Oh, I knew some. A KFC rap star from, from Hollywood's favourite wigger of them all. Who? <laughs> Who's that? Oh, that? you're so. You're Will, such... Will, Will Self. No wigger. It's, uh, it's... <laughs> Will Smith. Sorry, <laughs> I'm not going to explain. I think it would insult our listeners oh. just because you're so square and cubular. You don't know what a wigger is. Sorry, it's embarrassing. Is it Eminem? You're letting the whole side down. Eminem? Yeah. Ah. <laughs> it's Eminem. He's lovely, isn't Eminem? He's the, he's the king of the Wiggers. He's the least racist, he's the sexist, <laughs> homophobic person I think I've ever listened to rap. But he'll still put a cap in your ass, and that's the important thing. I'd put a cap in, <laughs> in, in an ass. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Daniel. Sorry. How's your week been? Oh, well. My, my pocket-sized pal. Lovely, actually. I'm not going I'm not going to moan, as usual. <laughs> I'm not going to say it was horrible, and I, I'd sooner have been doing anything else than having a week. <laughs> oh, um, having a week. Oh, just having another week. Just another bloody week. Yeah. Just life goes on, doesn't it? Every fucking week. <laughs> we've sworn it. We've done a swear already, and we're one minute, 54 seconds into the podcast. I haven't done a swear. I've done a swear. It's always me who does the swear. It is. I rarely swear. Uh, Sorry. I bet if you counted up all the swears I've done, there'd be less than the amount of swears you've done. <laughs> well, this was our new month's resolution, and I suggest you all start <laughs> having new month's resolutions because you can, you know, you can be a, a, a wonderful Apollonian individual if you do. Yeah. But me, uh, me and Rob, every month we post post its to each we, other we do. with our new month resolutions. On and, and, and my current one, as you might know if you listen to the last couple of podcasts. He's not to swear, to just generally be less of a cunt. Just generally. Hey, well done. <laughs> so, Dan... Um, You're not taking we, this on. We, we like to... The, the first thing we like to do is we say... We just talk about our week. We just yeah. say, what's what? What's, what's up with the whack? Yeah. What's well, the it's, been cho- it's been children in need. It has been children in need. Or, children. Gre- or otherwise known as greedy children. <laughs> I didn't want to go down that little cul-de-sac, but clearly you've gone down there anyway. <laughs> why shouldn't you? Why shouldn't you, Dan? Well, where well, does it go, really? My problem with children need is it really messes up the telly on a Friday <laughs> night, doesn't it? I was tuning in for uh, it does. Armstrong and Miller, who I like, or um, Have I Got News For You, or Hing, Hing or News 24. Was, or news, even that would have done. <laughs> and then what am I confronted with? Pudsy Bear. Pudsy Bear. Well, why don't you fuck off back to Bearland, where you come from, Pudsy? You'd have, you'd have thought, with all this money floating around, he'd have got his eye fixed. <laughs> you really would. Well, that's the thing. He, he can't, can he? Because uh, he's such a generous bear, he gives it all to the children. Do you think it's him? Does he's he, very selfless. Is he, is he the key holder? Well, <laughs> I think he might be. What would happen if he died? Well, well maybe uh, maybe the have built-in contract. Maybe Wogan would take over. Maybe ah. he's the second in command. The, the Pudsy, would you Pudsy trust HQ. Him? Wogan? Yeah. Of course, I would. Absolutely. Really? Yeah, I mean, he's, he's the nation's granddad, isn't you he? You don't think he'd take take the um, the cheese off the top? 
<laughs> Jeffy can cream it. Are you inclined to have his, uh, have his little Irish pinkies in the till? Oh, well, well, <laughs> you never know. Mr. Wogan. <laughs> Leave him alone. He never, got to where he, he never got to where he is without treading on a few eggshells. <laughs> Breaking a few eggs, you mean? Treading on a few toes. <laughs> Cracking a few knuckles. That's true, because, uh, you know, most of the successful people in the world, they're... Um, the successful con men, basically, aren't they? they? Are. I was reading today about uh, Cherie Gate, about how Tony Blair's wife, Cherie Blair, or Cherie Booth, was involved in uh, dealings with a con man, uh, well, a famous con man, Peter... F- Peter... I don't want to say Peter Fonda. That seems... An, I don't think that's his Peter name. Fondue? I can't, remember, I can't remember his bloody name now, Dan. I can't remember his flipping name. That's, that's how good of a con man he was. I'm sorry, this anecdote's going nowhere. He came up with such a good surname that no one could remember it. <laughs> that's true. The, the just... police were all going, oh, we need this man, we need Peter... Peter... Mandelson. Mandelson. <laughs> no. They didn't know. Well, um, yeah, all in all, I, I did I did my bit for Children in Need. I paid to get into a pub. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. How much did you donate? If that's not such a uh, good question. In total or, or just... Just yeah, to what's, your, what's your total? Like, I don't, you it's probably about, uh, roughly probably ten pounds or so. Yeah, 10 pounds, that's, that's ten pounds more than I gave anyone. Really. <laughs> Did you not give anyone his children? No, if anything, I gave minus money. I stole from. No, I didn't. You, I didn't. you stole from a greedy child. To tell you the truth, I didn't even know it was Children in Need Week until I was watching it on television on Friday night. Uh, I had no idea. I, I'm a very insular man. You are. You're. You're <laughs> very um, so, so kind of. Uh, what would you call it? You're. You're not really. With the rest of society, are no, you? No, I'm not. I'm very insular. I'm, uh, I'm like a sort of uh, a hermit. Like a, like a lone ranger. Like a lo- that... Just a loner. Just a loner. Full stuff. I'm, like, uh, I'm like J.D. Salinger living on my own in a hut. Aww. That's what I'm like. Bless you. My friend Neil says I'm like a monk. He says, are you like a monk? And I say, no, I'm not like a monk. I met a monk once. And that's very derogatory. What's wrong with monks? I met one in Kidderminster. He Did tried you? to give me some money. No, he tried I, to give you some no, money. No, I tell a lie. He tried to get some money off me. Ah, that's more like it. I said, what for? He said, for the monks. <laughs> he had a bald head. <laughs> was he a proper monk? Did he? Well, I don't know. He didn't have a robe on. Was he a monkey? Rob. <laughs> Racist. <laughs> <laughs> it does feel a bit dirty, doesn't it? In a similar way to an ethnic slur, but why? It does. You shouldn't. <laughs> You're a racist. I'll tell you what I am. I'm You're like, a bigot. I'm like Monk, the obsessive compulsive detective. That's who I'm like. I like Bless him. him. He's my favourite sort of monk. Is he your favourite detective? He possibly is, you know. Ooh. Who what, else is What there? happened? What was the detective in the yellow top? Yellow coat? I have no idea what you're talking about. There was a detective... Oh, Col- what, you mean Columbo? No. Oh, coat. no. He was, he was like a cartoon. Oh, Inspector Clouseau in, no. in the Pink Panther cartoons. No. I'm doing very well. Come on, I've named three a detectives. Different one. Uh, All you've got is um, the one in the yellow coat. He wore a yellow coat and he was a detective. Um, no. Oh, could someone no please idea. let us know at some point? There is, <laughs> Why not? Someone will know. It's an interactive podcast now. We get it people is. writing in. Yes. So uh, keep that up and tell us who the fuck this detective in a yellow oh. coat is that Dan's on about. I had a, um, I had a conversation with someone at this charity do. Mm. An old... I say an old friend. Did he have a yellow coat? A friend of a friend. Didn't have a yellow coat. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he even had a coat. (laughs) Was he in need? Um, No, I I think he he was giving to the um, to the children, the greedy children in need. (laughs) Um, And he uh, he was telling me about a fish a fish pond. Ah. Um, this is your weekly anecdote before we go any further. It basically is. It's the most interesting that's hap- thing that's happened to me all week. Yeah, every time we do a podcast, you know, we're going to try and make them weekly. 
we'll, we'll try and relate the most interesting thing yeah. that's happened to us this week. I Means towards the end of the week, if we don't have one, we have to create. Just make one up. Not make one up. Just create just a situation. No, just make it up. Just fabric. No. Oh, you mean going to Starbucks and uh, instead of giving them money, give them a picture of uh, Gary Glitter yeah. for money. <laughs> a bad example you might well, upset open, open all the sugars especially in children in, children in need week yeah. children in need week not children in need of a good shagging week uh, that's <laughs> what you can bring out the glitter that's not very nice is it <laughs> I think that's the last thing I'd want I might like it anyway anyway um, <laughs> yes I spoke to him I spoke to him and he said he said he'd um Shagged one of his no he hadn't shagged a child neither did his fish his, yes, yeah, so we're talking about fish. One of his fish had been attacked brutally by a, um, a mysterious heron. Did you hear that, folks? Buggered and raped and abused by a heron. Are you going to comment? Are you, are you like a comment, like a like a behind <laughs> the scenes commentator? I'm just translating for the uh, the hard of understanding. Well, he um this this heron had killed this fish, this uh, this poor fish. And uh, it, it, was a, it was a chalk outline left by a detective in a yellow coat. No. <laughs> <laughs> he'd killed the fish. He'd killed the fish for no real reason other than than just the violence in his mind. <laughs> the violence in his mind. He just wants to know what it was. He was like the A.A. Gill of the heron world. Yeah. He just wanted to feel what it would be like to make something die. Because they're, they're built with weapons, really, aren't they? What? Oh, herons. I think humans would be more violent if they had a, like, a, like a weapon built beak. into them. Bills. Like a big, be like yeah. a big beak, a big killing beak. Yeah, like a big horrible beak. Razor blade ears. When uh, I asked my mum where babies come from when I was a kid, she gave me a very botched story. And uh, to this day, I, I think she was raped by a stork. <laughs> 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 to oh. this very day. Uh, I don't think a stork could do such a thing <laughs> with its horrible beak. <laughs> no, he wouldn't rape anyone, but it would kill. So, uh, what happened with this dead fish? Well, that wasn't. It's nothing to do with the dead fish, really. Oh, it's to do with his friend, his living friend. No, yes, living the friend. living friend fish, living fish. But friend. he wasn't. He was half living, really. He was. Swimming. If you can call it living, he was swimming on his sides with, with damaged gills. Oh dear, which um, is ironic because his name was. Gill. Gill. <laughs> Please continue. So, um, he saw this fish, half alive, half dead. Depends <laughs> how, how you look at the world, really. <laughs> um, and he decided that this fish wasn't really worth having anymore. Didn't really like it. You didn't do a mercy killing, did you, Dan? He did. He pulled, he pulled the fish out of the water with his bare hands. Ooh. And he put it on the side. And took put the fish out of his misery he hit it with a spade oh my goodness but it didn't really work oh my god he sort of haphazardly hit it with a spade and, and <laughs> didn't do a very good job and the, the fish lived so but he, he was had, brain damaged <laughs> <laughs> so he had to hit the fish again oh, no. um, this time the fish did did, did die um <laughs> oh, well and well and truly um but i think that's that's a pretty bad way to go, isn't it, as far as... <laughs> Twatted twice with a spade and raped by a heron. Yes. It's right. a pretty bad way to go. I am... Um, Poor fish. I think the most humane way to let a fish die is just to let it die in the air. Like, um... Yeah, it, well, it, it basically... Sort fish equivalent to drowning, isn't it? You yeah. pull it out and uh, it suffocates in the air. More pleasant, though, I think. Yeah, probably. That probably. poor fish... Because it would smell for the first time, wouldn't it? That's true, that's true. They'd go, oh, look at all these lovely smells. <laughs> <laughs> but then it's, I don't know. I mean, if, if we put you underwater to drown, you wouldn't go, 
Oh, look, the lovely lungs full of water. <laughs> It'll be, <laughs> be quite stressful, I must say, yeah, for the 11 seconds, whatever, however long it takes to drown, two minutes, well, three minutes. How would you how would you get rid of a fish? Well, now, if, if, it was if I had to, it. you mean as a mercy killing? Yeah. I'd probably just gobble it down. Gobble it down? Nosh it up. Would you chew it, though? Or no, just, just try and swallow, swallow it? it? Let it um, dissolve in your gut acids. In my gut acids. <laughs> that's, that's the usual way of killing anything, to be honest. You know, if uh, if you were uh, if you were on a life support machine, for example, I'd just um, gobble you down, nosh you up. Where would you start? <laughs> I think you know the answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the the thing about the fish, you know, the the, the miss uh, timing of the bringing down of the spade and the botched—it's a botched mercy killing—is is what it is. Well, I was thinking. Can you imagine that in the human world, if you wanted to kill someone to put them out of the misery and then you messed it up? Can you imagine the torment yes. and the horror of the situation? Like, Nana's on a life support mas- machine and you go, uh, oh, Nana, you've uh, you've lived a very long time, but uh, you've slipped away from us now and uh, we're just going to have to turn you off. And it, it's all very beautiful. There's a, there's a priest there um, and uh, the doctor, you know, very respectfully pulls the plug out. But something goes wrong there's a power surge and she electrocutes and sets on fire. Like uh, Edward Delacroix <laughs> on the Green Mile. <laughs> and she's on fire burning and she's going, Oh, 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 Daniel, why? Oh, why, why? And then at the end there's nothing left but two femurs um, and a pink slippers. Bless her. <laughs> Why go, didn't I? Oh, I, nanny. And there's just there's just a blackened skull. And you, <laughs> stroke, <laughs> you, stroke, and you go, there, there, nana. It wasn't so hard, was it? <laughs> he, he, he could have taken their fish to Switzerland. <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good idea. Take it to Switzerland and uh, yeah. say, oh, Dr. Kevorkian, he's just not been touching his food. Nah. And Dr. Kevorkian will go, £3.50. And you give him the money and uh, that's it. He goes under. Is that £3.50 in English money? <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> I didn't think that through, did I? No, fish uh, food. How would you uh, get a... <laughs> would you get a half-dead fish from here to Switzerland? Um, it sounds like a Tony Hawk-style challenge, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Round the fringe, the sequel, getting a half-dead fish to Switzerland. Two two options, really. <laughs> I was only being rhetorical, but go on, what are you writing? <laughs> two, two options, really. A, <laughs> chuck it in the sea. Oh, let it get there. And, and let, let, let it kind of hope. Yeah, just, <laughs> just hope just, it gets just to hope. With it. <laughs> Staple a note to its side. Just saying Switzerland. Perhaps maybe a £5 note and a post-it. FAO, Dr. Kevorkian, Switzerland. <laughs> um, uh, B, perhaps you could put it in a suitcase. I'm listening. Um, but you'd have to wax up the zips to uh, stop the water seeping out. So you're going to fill up a suitcase with water. Yeah. <laughs> put half dead fish in it. Wax it up. Wax, wax it up. Um you're probably going to have to pay a bit extra because the, <laughs> because of the weight. Well, the thing is, I mean, if you there's probably official channels to go through, you could, uh, you know, I'm sure there's ways of transporting living fish between countries. Surely, surely to goodness. In a Fanta bottle. But then, well, well, maybe that'd be a that'd be a tripping uh, journey for a fish, wouldn't you it? Try and get that, you try and get that fish into that <laughs> two centimetre wide <laughs> opening at the top of a Fanta bottle, though. It's a nice idea. I'd love yeah, to do it. I think that might do the job. Because we're talking about this was an outside pool, wasn't it? So it's, yeah. your friend's fish was presumably a big koi carp. Pretty hardy, yeah. Pretty hardy. 
Well, I'm sure it's the life of the journey. Because <laughs> that's important. <laughs> it's the life of the journey where he's going to the, the fish... Um, <laughs> the fish executor. Um, you could you could strap fake legs to it and pretend it was a dog. You could. Um, or you could, uh, you know, since he's going to die anyway, strap a bomb to it and uh, send him off to uh, FAO Osama Bin Laden. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you think you, with a fish, you could put like a... Um, like a water tank on it, oh, wow. like the equivalent of a human oxygen tank, mm. and let the fish live out of water and keep it as a pet. I don't see why not. Let's do it. Like, um, isn't that in a film? There's, um, uh, oh, what's his <laughs> name? What's the big, the big red guy with the with the hand, the big hand? Santa Claus? No. Big red Hellboy. <laughs> okay, Hellboy. Hellboy. Yeah. There's a character oh, in Hellboy who's like yeah. a fishy type guy. And yeah, he's, a big... he's, his name is Abe Sapien. How about that? <sighs> don't, don't test me on comics, Dan. Oh. <laughs> I, I actually love uh, Hellboy so much that I, I tried desperately to convince myself that the song by Nick Cave, Red Right Hand, was about Hellboy. It's, <laughs> o- it's obviously not, because, you know, that song came out years before Hellboy was conceived. But uh, but not in terms of the actual fictional chronology. Hellboy came around in the 1940s. Uh-huh. So, uh, you know, maybe it's about him. How about this for you then, Rob? <laughs> Comic smeared in halibut juice. Kosher, <laughs> not kosher. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Comic book smeared in halibut juice. Well, the trouble is, it's not food, is it? <laughs> if you remember from last, you remember from last oh, week. Uh, see, I've got. I listened back to last week's podcast, and I've got my queries. Thought, what did you think? Work of art. Well, what defines a food? You say if it's, it's not edible. a food, you if it's do... edible, you could eat a comic with yeah, smeared in halibut juice. I think what defines food is if it's easily digestible and it has some nutritional value. Well, a Wellington boot. There's nothing nutritional about that, and you probably have trouble digesting it too. <sighs> There are many foods though that are, are difficult to eat. Crabs. <laughs> uh, not particularly. Have you ever eaten a crab? No. Yeah, they're great. You just um, enjoy the delicious innards. <laughs> so you don't really eat the outside? Uh, no, you don't eat the shell. So if you fill the Wellington boot full of halibut juice, you could drink the halibut juice out that... of the Wellington. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. In theory, that could be kosher. <laughs> <laughs> Assuming the process was overseen by a rabbi. <laughs> but that's always the caveat in this kosher, not good. kosher game. How about... <laughs> oh, God, here we go. <laughs> How about if you pulpated? Is that a real word, pulpated? It, well, for the benefit of today, uh, yes. Pulpated a comic book. If you pulped it, yeah. turned it to mush. And um, used it as an ingredient in a spag bowl. Oh, God. Are you asking, would that be food, or are you asking, is that kosher? <laughs> <Is> it... <laughs> I've lost track of what we're talking about now. Let's go for A... Yeah. Is it food? Is it food? It's pretty poor quality food, but yeah, that's food. It's food. It's so, food. is it kosher? <laughs> um, it, what did you say? Was it spag bol? Spag bol. If you made the spag bol sauce from scratch and there was no meat dairy combination in it, and it was observed by a rabbi, yes, Dan, so, that yes, would be kosher. Yes. So we're saying in a roundabout way, a <laughs> Hellboy comic could be kosher. It's possible. <laughs> it gives me uh, an immense pleasure to declare yes Dan a Hellboy comic is kosher so what we're saying there is a loophole if you pulp, if you pulp anything it yep. couldn't be kosher um, yeah, potentially yeah I mean, it depends what you're pulping but yeah are you happy Dan yes are you happy now you have that oh, information I feel I'm ecstatic <laughs> I really am 
You're not going to ask me about my week, Dan. Okay, how was your week? I'm telling you now. Okay, it, it wasn't better than mine. <laughs> it's all right. Um, I started sharing an office uh, with this chap. and uh, Oh, you, it's your new job. Yeah, well, yes. you'd, you'd love this guy. Um, he's just so, um, he's an older guy and he's, he's kind of gentlemanly. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there's everything about real ale. He told me about the history of Morris dancing, which, uh, you know, whatever you think about Morris dancing... It's crap. Uh, it, it's hey. interesting. It's interesting to yeah. meet a man who knows so much about it. And he's I so think it's interesting if you know anything about anything in, d- in depth. Yeah, I, I like people who obsess over yeah. one particular thing. So, yeah, this was thrilling. But, you know, all the way through it, I couldn't help but stop myself thinking, what is the weight of his head? Oh. <laughs> it was just such a big head. It was like a sort of massive kind of, um, like a squash like a big fruit. Was he? Was it? Was his whole body big, or was it just? No, his it's head? just his head. I mean, he's not a small guy, you know. He looks a, he's kind of like Fraser Crane, right? He's a bit like the Beast in X Men Three. It's like he's quite a big guy, but his head is even disproportionate to that. I like a massive head, massive old man's head. So I thought, I just couldn't stop thinking that must weigh a ton. <laughs> it's a heavy well, head. Well, give it a few weeks. Maybe <laughs> you could ask him to weigh it. <laughs> How would you weigh a man's head? Just him get him to lie down. Just put it in a scale. Like yeah, put it, like put it on a scale, like as if it was a pi- put <laughs> put your head on a scale as if it was a pillow. <laughs> Just say relax. <laughs> you know, like if you're trying to convince something somebody of something morally dubious, like um, suppose you want uh, something unusual in bed, you might int- introduce it as a joke. Originally, you might go. Wouldn't it be funny or interesting if I just came on your face? <laughs> and, uh, you know, then you just take it from there. Uh, so maybe if I do that for this guy, if I just go, <laughs> can you imagine if you just put your head in this electronic scale I brought in today and just weighed your head? Can you imagine? Can you imagine how funny and interesting that would be? That imp- important information that would be to everyone who, who shares this office, <laughs> i.e. me. That kind of happened to me the other way around, <laughs> When um, I was in the office and someone mentioned they did Tai Chi lessons. And I said, oh, <laughs> get everyone to do it. And they, <laughs> and they did. So I slow, I stood there slowly, waving my arms around. What? Oh, I, got taught, I got taught how to stand properly, which was um, my first Tai Chi lesson. Mm. Apparently we don't stand, as humans, we don't stand properly. You're fucking incompetent, you can't even stand properly. No. Is that what he said? Yeah, basically, yeah. It's a bit rude. Do you like, do you like, did, did, did he tell you a lot about beers? Did he tell you... He told me, he seemed to know the history of breweries, so he told me which were the good pubs to go to because their breweries were either long established or particularly ethical or they made good beers. You know, he's a living encyclopedia of beer and Morris dancing. Could rent him out of the blind. We're, we're drinking, um, what we, what's that? I need so much, I haven't had any. We're having Fiddler's Elbow. Fiddler's Elbow, oh, which is... don't give the brand because now we've bloody advertised. We haven't, no. Other, yeah. other beers are available. Other beers are available, that's Other true, it's important to remember available. that. So today, well, we've got four different beers, we've got Fiddler's Elbow, Fusty Ferret, we've, uh, we've had a Fusty Ferret, Old Man's Face, <laughs> and, um, what's the other one? Clarkson's Masters. Clarkson, no, don't, don't spoil it. Sorry. Spoil it, stupid remarks. <laughs> what's hey. the other one? Um, there is another no, one. No, it's just Hobgoblin. Hobgoblin! Just, just good old standard fashion uh, Hobgoblin. I like, <laughs> I like Hobgoblin. It's, it's lovely. Do you know why I like Hobgoblin? It, it feels like home. It, <laughs> yeah, because I live with the Hobgoblins. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because my favourite band's The Fall, and they've got a song called um, City Hobgoblin. Huh. I like that. It's good. That's my review. I like, I like the picture on the front of the goblin. The go- <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> it's a lovely goblin. That's that's uh, pretty much the way we buy. What I was wondering is that the illustration on the front of um, Fiddler's elbow. It seems to be a wizard playing a violin. <laughs> Why is he a wizard? What's that guy do with anything? Well, I, I, know, I know there's no real difference between the two, but I'd say he was playing a fiddle. That's true. Oh, fiddle is a violin. It's yeah. just another word for violin. So okay, there's a. F- oh well, he's a fiddler. Why's he got a wizard's hat on? And he's got a feather in his hat. Why? I think that makes it more... Well, maybe... if anyone knows this, if there's anyone out there from Witchwood Breweries who has the answer to this, since we're sponsoring you for no money, find <laughs> us, email us, and go, tell us, tell us why there's a wizard standing in a field and the friendly Maybe they thing. could be our sponsor. Well, <laughs> they're never going to sponsor this why? in a million years. Because, you know, we're racist. <laughs> we come out with things about paedophiles all the time. We've got about 17 listeners. That's what they stand frankly, for. we don't even like their beer that much. So. Didn't, didn't Collings and Herrings try and get <laughs> Magnus to sponsor them? They did, I think. Didn't they get In a roundabout way. My... Oh, they sent them, them free cider. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is a good idea. Yeah, so, okay. Send us some of your horrible You've beer. Your I mean, now. Send us some of your lovely beer. Uh, <laughs> better than this shit. Actually, which, no, because it's the same brewery, isn't it? They make Hobgoblin, yes. which I do like. Yes. Send us some of goblin, you <laughs> bastard. Send it. Send it. Can I try something? One, one, no. Send us some of goblin. Have some each. Yeah, just Thank one. You. Just one, please. <laughs> just one bottle, please. We'll, one, we'll share it. It's, it's, it will pay you at cost. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of a sponsorship is that? <laughs> it's never going to last. We'll pay them at cost. Yeah. Oh, we don't want them out of pocket. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, anyway, go out and buy a fiddler's knob or whatever it's called. And, uh, <laughs> they should they should produce a little one because it's quite a big bottle. And they should call it Kitty Fiddler if they uh, <laughs> lost a little one. That'd be good. Yeah, uh, or uh, <laughs> should they do a little version of the Hobgoblin and just call it Goblin? Goblin. Is that, does There's hop, no joke does, there. Does, is does it? Hob mean large in the Goblin I world? I think it does, like a hobnail Oops. or a hob. Oh, I can't think of anything else. Again, Hob trouser. Like, Cal- like uh, Thomas Hobbes, the philosopher. <laughs> he's, a, he's a big Thomas. Uh, a kitchen hob. A kitchen... That's completely irrelevant. <laughs> I was making a joke! Uh, yeah, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> See what I've got to work with here. Uh, <laughs> I must say, our choice of beers does pretty much... Um, uh, he's pretty much based on the on the picture or the title of the beer. Well, that's what I'm embarrassed about talking to this guy because he knows everything about beer and the future, the future and history of the of the breweries, and uh, you know he knows what a Greyhound pub is like. He knows what a Bayham's pub is like. I can't just go to him. I choose my beer based on the funny picture or the funny <laughs> name. <laughs> fusty ferret. Can you believe that? It's a fusty ferret. And uh, he'd just go get out. <laughs> he wouldn't let me share his office anymore. But there are too many. There are too many beers. Too many beers. We had one, uh, me and Dan were down in London, and we had a lovely beer called Darwin's Origin. How yes, good is that? What a lovely name. It was a nice beer as it well. It was a local beer. We travelled all the way to London to drink a local beer. A lo- what, a West Midlands beer? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. It was West oh, that's right. I remember you pointing that out. Yeah. That's right. So, uh, yeah, the people at the brewery who make the uh, yeah. Darwin's Origin, why don't you just send a... Would yeah. that be too much for you? Send us some Darwin's, Darwin's Origin. We like it, and we're happy to chat about it. Maybe this podcast should be called P is for Promotion. That's a good one. But We've it's already not. had P. What's it called, this one? Um, F is for Fish. F is for Fish. Fish. Where, where did that fish go? A fish, a fish, a fishy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know I had wrong? fish. No. It's a uh, monthly python and the meaning of life. Ah. Ah. I had fish as pets because 
I, I, I don't really like pets at all, but I... I, I, I You've got two pets. you well, got, no, you know, you've got like five pets. I know. But I, I, I gathered when I was younger with a fish that it was kind of the least scary thing because That's true. if it got out, pretty much screwed. <laughs> Whereas a hamster, if it gets out, can do all sorts. That's true. You could eat crawl through your wires. Crawl in your mouth. <laughs> or while you're sleeping. Yeah. Lay his eggs in your mouth. <laughs> it's disgusting hamster eggs. Oh. <laughs> I believe that's how they start out, isn't it? Did you ever, when you were younger, think that if you ate seeds, a little tree could grow in your belly? Yeah, that was always a worry. It was always a worry. <laughs> Imagine an oak growing in your belly. The mighty oak. Why mighty would you eat an acorn? You have to eat an acorn for a, <laughs> an oak to grow in your tummy. Well, you know, I, I came from a poor village. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Normally it's if you eat an apple seed or, uh, you know, a sesame seed. Or a raisin. Will a, ses- <laughs> will a sesame grow there? Will a sesame grow? <laughs> what is a sesame? Well, quite. We don't know. I often make a joke about this. It goes this. into a budgery gar. I often make it. Honestly, it's in my stand-up set. I talk about what a sesame is. You go like a poppy makes a poppy. A poppy seed makes a poppy. Sunflower seed makes a sunflower. A sesame seed. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what is a sesame? There must be. There must be a sesame plant. But people think it's funny because they makes go, yeah. What is a sesame? It makes an elmo. <laughs> the thing is, you could just go. Oh, I'll just look it up and find the answer to that right now. But I don't want to know because yeah. I, I get paid for it is talking about that. Something's not knowing about. That's true. Because it's like Christians, really. <laughs> That's true. I, th- I think that's how they feel, really. They don't want to know oh, about Darwin. I don't really want to know about the truth. That's true. Yeah. Tends to clear my judgment somewhat. <laughs> <laughs> how can I justify my existence if I don't, if I know the truth? That's true. It's like when Bugs Bunny is walking across between across a, ca- a canyon. You know, well, not Bugs Bunny, yeah. maybe Wiley Coyote or yeah. Yosemite Sam. And then the the other guy, Bugs Bunny, maybe gives them a book called about gravity, and they read it and they go, oh, and they fall. <laughs> like they're walking in midair and then they fall. That that really happens. You should try it, it's funny. You, should, uh, really? you don't have a gravity, do you? No. <laughs> we should try yeah. it. It's good, it's fun. So you put the window right now? I think maybe give it a try. <laughs> uh, um, so, uh, I'm we've got try. a script here that we've not even touched on. We're half an hour in. We've only got 15 to half an hour left. And have we haven't we? even touched the script. What's on? Well, should, 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 uh, we've written, um, what's that first thing? Alphabet. 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 We yeah. were talking earlier, we were trying to... Well, I was wondering, it's, I think it's pretty much damn impossible to come up with any more letters. Well, yeah, we were worried about this podcast. If we keep doing it once a week instead of just a hop and a catch like we've been doing in the past, we're going to run out of letters. We're going to do our 26 um, podcasts in record time. Yeah. So what's going to happen when we come to the end? What are we going to do? What? Well, you said make up a new letter. Just make up a new letter. But you try and make up a new letter, it immediately starts with another letter. <laughs> so you go... Anything. <laughs> Well, you go, well, that begins with G, doesn't it? Yeah, that's how you'd spell that letter. But I think, actually, actually, that's a good point, Dan, because letters have a word attached to it. You can spell a letter. So the letter H is spelled A-I-T-C-H. How about mm. that? So all letters begin with other letters, if you spell them out. Wow. So, uh, you know, if you, if, you, if you said, oh, this is a new letter and it's this, and you go, well, that, B. Begins, that begins with B. But yeah, but all the letters begin with a word. Yeah, but, begin with another yeah, but letter. H, wonderfully, it doesn't start with the letter H, does it? It starts with That's an right. A. That's right, because Blair, the way pronounce it as H. How could you possibly write down the word Blair without starting <laughs> it with a B? Well, that's all right, because I'm sure other letters... No, they don't. <laughs> they don't at all, do they? <laughs> C. All right, all right, W. W. That begins with a D. Double 
It begins with a D if you're going to write it out. Oh, that's... So it doesn't matter, no, does it? No, but that's can... the one, right, one of all right. of them. No, no, it's Hold on, then. X. Hold on. X. I think you spell that. E. Ah. ah. I, th- <laughs> I think W was... They were missing one letter, basically. <laughs> I think they got all the rest of the letters and they said, we need one more letter, otherwise, kind of this English language isn't going to work. <laughs> they, kept, they said, well, we can't really make another letter without starting with another letter. Let's just double one up. That's a good idea. Well, that's Which, what we love to do. Double B. Double B. Double B. That's, that's my grade in GCSE science. It is. I've already got one for really? double B. Oh. Because it was a double award, whatever that means. They give you two Bs instead of one for where, science. Where would it fit? Uh, just at the end when we run out of the real letters. No, It'll like in the, re- in the, in the real alphabet. Mm. A, B, double B, C, D, E. <laughs> or that. maybe at the end it comes after Z. That's probably where it goes. Yeah. You yeah. Make yeah. a letter. Well, W doesn't... W, X, Y, Z, double B. <laughs> it's great. It, it ends. It's it, got a punchy it's, little ending. Double U X Y said double E. It's great. Like, it's like a cheer, like the footballers might even yeah. learn the alphabet. Then it's like you got hooligans might, might even learn the alphabet. They might learn. They might have an appeal to the hooligans. Yes. But, oh, but then what will happen? That's like if fish grew wings, they oh, could take over society if hooligans could spell. I do. I do still think that. <laughs> they all spell xenophobia with a Z, don't they? <laughs> they all go, no, you might think this is racist and xenophobic, but they start with a Z every time if they're, if they're writing it down. They also spell hooliganism with, a, with an O. With an O. O-O-L. Hooligans. 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 That should be a football team, shouldn't it? Yeah. Should we make a football team? If only they could Google themselves, that's how bad they were. <laughs> I spend all, day, all day Googling myself. Can't, you? can't stop it. Oh. <laughs> Should we make a football challenge? We make one. Um, yeah. Make up a football team. Okay. We, make, we don't have to make a football team. We do it for an existing football team. Should we? Should we carry on and try and get some more promotional stuff? Yeah, Should give us some free football. stuff. Okay. Should we get for <laughs> like Alan Partridge does the Fiddlers football team? Yeah. All right then. Well, that could be our sponsor. That's what we wear on our strips. Fiddlers. Fiddlers. <laughs> That's a, I think that's a football chant, isn't good. it? Yeah. That's how it works, isn't it, I think? I think that's better than most of them. <laughs> what does the rest go? They're similar, really. Similar, really. They're really similar, but with more people singing them. Sort of guttural noises and, um, you know, the sound of Fleming up and the sound, you know, the sound of... I don't like them at all. No. They're, they do it in groups. It, Have you ever seen a football man? In gangs sing, of one and two. His, whistling his chant down the street on his own. <laughs> It's brilliant uh, in Glasgow because I lived in Glasgow for a long time, and there's serious rivalry between the two teams. And uh, the, for example, what teams are those? This is uh, Celtic and Rangers. Oh. Se- sorry, Celtic and Rangers. Celtic and Rangers. What's that begin with? What? What does what begin with? Celtic. See, sir. Sir. That's right. That could be a new letter. Sir. Sir. Yeah. I've just had a bloody idea. There is an idea that. You know, the st- st- when you have two letters combined, like C-H, ch, yeah. there's yeah. an argument that that could be a letter. Ah. Ch. 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 So, so we can, we could, for our 27th podcast, we could ch- call it Church for Cheese. Or Church for Church. Or Church, if you want. Yeah, we could have a go at uh, the man upstairs. Church for Cherries. Church for Cherries. The whole podcast about cherries. Cherries. Um, what you like to do with cherries. They're probably one of my favourite sweets. Sweets. Or a pudding, or a you mean a fruit, or a sweetie? No, off, the pick and, off of the pick and mix. Cherries. They're too expensive for the pick and mix. No, I don't go to the cinema. Don't get me started. Oh, <laughs> it's ridiculous. We try, we try and smuggle stuff into the cinema. Mm. 
rather than paying them ridiculous prices for big pops and popcorn. A packed lunch. <laughs> no, it's basically the same as we would have bought at the cinema. It's still popcorn, popcorn and pop. You smoke a popcorn in? Yeah, it's quite unusual. Well, <laughs> well, well I think people usually take their own sweeties and stuff, don't they? Popcorn? Well, yeah, all right. You can if you want, I don't care. You have to smuggle them in now, they take them off you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I love you. Can you imagine? How would they enforce that? Could, would they really. Would they really shout at you if you took in your own sweets uh, or popcorn? Uh, just took popcorn all over you. I don't think you it matters. It, I mean, it in your ears. You, you couldn't take your own beer into a pub. That's obviously not. That's obviously stupid because that's what that's how they make their money. But the cinema, you don't. You don't go to the cinema and go, oh, I'm going to go to the cinema and enjoy some popcorn. You don't. You go to the cinema to enjoy the film. Yeah. Don't you? you know, it's not like you're taking your own DVD into watch. It's probably one of the worst things to have in a, in a cinema, really, isn't it? Popcorn. What the noise? How did the two get together? Who was the first person to go? Oh, we're going to watch a film. Better eat some popped corn. Soup, I think, would be a good one. <laughs> you think? Why would soup be so good? It's quiet. It's quiet. Soup in a str- soup with a straw. But you might have people around going. <laughs> oh, you get that with the pop though. There's got to be a resolve to that. To pop? No, to slurping. <laughs> There's got to be a way. Slurpless straws. <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh, think it's anything to do with the brand. It's, it's uh, how people do it. It's isn't just it? people. Bloody people! I mean, most problems, really, when you when you think of it, they blame it on everything. But it's people, isn't it? They <laughs> yeah, blame the, they blame there. the internet for things. Yeah. It's not. If there weren't people, there wouldn't be a problem with the internet. The internet <laughs> would be fine on its own. It's how people use it. Nuclear well, missiles. No. Nuclear missile on its no, own would be fine. That's what the right wingers say, isn't it? In America, they say guns don't kill people. People kill rappers, people. Rappers, rappers, rappers do. Rappers, oh dear, where are we going with this Rappers one? kill people. <laughs> they do. Rappers, um... If their lyrics are to believed, if they, they probably yeah, do. They do. I think, I think, if ever, for I think the police should bring in a law, especially the American police, where they listen through records of rap people and they arrest them for things <laughs> they've talked about doing <laughs> on their rap records. Oh, it would be a And they bring way. them up in court and they play the rap record and they go, what do you plead? And they go, well, innocent, it was just a rap record. And they say, well, don't do it then. And <laughs> their next rap record has to be about pick and mix. <laughs> Picking and mixing all day long? Yeah. I'd make a rap out of that. They, 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 they go, oh, I'll break your balls. Or I'll do all this. And you go, well, that's a threat, isn't it? This is a threat to everyone who's bought your record. You are such an old man. Yeah. <laughs> you are such a square from have you the got, past. Have you, have you got a favourite rap record? Oh, I, I am partial to... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, OK. A bit of rap. I all rap. Rap I, is just talking quick, isn't it, over music? all music, to be honest. No. Hey, I, I've got a favourite rap artist, uh, William Shatner. Ah. He just talks to music, doesn't he? Yeah, no, I'd say that was rap. I'm being facetious. We, we've got our favourite rap records. We like rap. We do like a bit of rap. Coolio. Good, good rap. <laughs> that's, that's modern, isn't it? Um, Coolio. I, I, iced, iced tea. Iced tea. And, uh, of course, iced cube as well. Iced cube. Yeah. <laughs> I like Coolio. Um, I, one, one would uh, assume he might, he might still be with us today if he hadn't been spending all his life living in a gangster's paradise. I think, yeah. <laughs> 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 one, of, one of my favourites from the new generation of um, of the raps is um, is the Fifty Cent. Fifty Cent is that yeah. what you said? Fifty Cent. Fifty Cent. Say it correctly. It's Fifty Cent, F- as every biatch knows. Biatch with his um, with his muscles <laughs> and uh, um, his club. What? He, he drinks Budweiser. 
um, in, his, in his club. <laughs> what do you mean his club? His nightclub? He, he raps around about his club. I thought you meant you, you went out clubbing seals. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a clubhouse. See, again, like a little, again uh... I'd bring him in, I'd say, 50 cent. This is me being the, the judge and jury as well. Oh, here we go. Dan's I'd been judge and jury again. 50 cent. Did you club them seals? And he'd say, say his name right. 50 cent. 50 cent. Did you club them seals? He'd say, nah. <laughs> nah, man. No, nah, i never done it. And I'd say, I'd play his record. And they go, there we go. You're in the nick. Clubbing them seals on the fucking round, bitch. That's how it goes. Should we rap? Should we make a rap up? No. Oh. <laughs> Under no circumstances. How do you rap? You have to rhyme the words, don't you? It's like a poem. What? What's the difference between a rap and a poem? Well, speak to Benjamin Zephaniah. He'll give you an answer to that. <laughs> 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 it reminds me of a Harry Hill joke where he, he gives brutally honest responses to rhetorical questions and he goes um, hmm. oh you like joists do you we'll go up in the loft there's loads of them <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you, if you want to answer that you speak to Benjamin Zephaniah in fact Benjamin if you're listening <laughs> for some reason he, hey he might be he's local he's um, he's from uh, he's from Birmingham isn't he mm. Benjamin Zephaniah yeah I like him. He's my hero. He doesn't seem like a Birmingham type. No, he is. He's from Birmingham. I think uh, his parents were from Jamaica, but he was born and bred in Birmingham. Oh. Yeah. Lenny Henry's playing Othello. How about that? Speaking of local black people. It says on the poster, like, the most amazing transformation, I think. <laughs> from a twat <laughs> into an actor. <laughs> Oh, Len. Sorry, Len. If I can call you Len. <laughs> Which I can't. I think the only next thing from that would be Jasper Carrot plays God. <laughs> he could play David Beckham because he could bring his golden balls out. <laughs> I should just explain that me and Dan hate everyone local who's famous. Yeah. <laughs> because they're always all. Fortunately, there aren't that many, so we can still be fairly nice. There's loads, loads of famous people from here. There's, um, there's the guy from Babylon Zoo. Um, Babylon. Um, there's, um, That's one of your favourite rap records, isn't it? It's not a rap. <laughs> it's, it's just rap with tune. <laughs> it's not that's even rap. That's basically what the definition. That's what songs are, aren't they? Songs are rap with tune. <laughs> songs are rap with tune. <laughs> well, in that case, uh, I reckon um, poetry is talking with rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's always a step up. So, at the very bottom, you've got mumbling. <laughs> then you've got talking at normal volume, shouting, poetry, rapping, songs. And after that, you got a... What you got after songs? I'd go classical. I classical think it's music, it's orchestral. Yeah. Then you've got the voice of God himself at yeah. the top. That's that, silence. It could I'd say be silence you. was the greatest form of any sort of music. You yeah. just make your own up then. Silence, yeah. yeah. Just shut up. I don't think people appreciate silence. If anyone out there is making a song, just shut up. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Could you imagine someone writing a shut song up. to this? Hey? Writing a song while listening to. Shut up, just shut up, shut up. Is that where it came from? <laughs> I think it might be. Oh. It's a message to all We're the back other to, R&B back to artists. To time travel, then, aren't we? Shut up, just shut up, shut up. <clears throat> back to time travel. Yeah, I think we mean? are. I think we are in some weird way with the with the old hadron collider being switched back <laughs> on today. Say its proper name, hadron collider. That's what everybody calls it. The large hadron collider. Large Hadron Collider. Hadron Collider. Yes. Um, I think I think with that the the birth of that 
sort of it's kind of um being switched back on again today i think i think we are basically the inspiration for everything that's come before and after us <laughs> what are you on about think about it think about all the times in the past where we might have mentioned i think in one of our podcasts you said the word penny lane <laughs> that's true and then next thing yeah. you know the song isn't it yeah. Yeah. Shut up! Stop making songs then, based and, on what and we're then, saying. And then on the last podcast, when you said, "Shut up, your hose," then next thing you know, shut up, just shut up, shut yeah. up. Pathetic. And then guns don't kill people. Um, next like, thing you know, the National do. Rifle Association picks up on that one. What was his name? Oh, oh, Charlton Heston. Heston. What a cock! Keep saying it, Charlton Heston. Charlton Heston. Heston. Hey, he's dead now. Don't have a go at him, he's he? dead. Is he dead? dead? He's dead as a fish. Well, you know what? He deserves to die. He does, actually. He deserves to be hit over with a spade, but not killed straight away. <laughs> well, hit his, again. Uh, his, his catchphrase, of course, was from my cold, dead hands, wasn't yeah. it? That's what he used to say about <laughs> yeah. his rifle. So, uh, presumably, I don't know if he was clutching it at the time. <laughs> 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 from my cold, dead hands. He's probably still holding it in the coffin. Do you think? Basically. Probably. They probably put it in there for it, didn't they? Yeah. What would you like to be buried with? Uh, All of your stuff, like King Toot and Carmen. No, greedy man. <clears throat> I think I don't think I'd like to be buried with anything. Um, I think I'd be burnt. Oh, what are you going to be burned with? Burnt then? Alive. Be burned with then? Um, <laughs> All burnt. your stuff, like King Toot and Carmen. You greedy man. I'd be burnt with something. Um, it, it, well, right, okay. It's got to be something that means something to me. Yes. Um, actually, I don't care. Maybe just a maybe just a dirty magazine. <laughs> dirty magazine. Well, that's what I'm passionate about. Yeah. About you. <laughs> well, no. Do you know what I'm going to be buried with? Dan, let me tell you. Go on then. I'm going to be buried with you. Oh. It's in my will. Really? Yeah. Whether you're dead or not, you've got to come get buried under the cold, cold earth with me. Oh. I mean, I'm probably going to die. It's first. a really cool coffin with PlayStation and Sky <laughs> TV. Yeah, and a little tube so and you like can get your oxygen. Forty years supply of food. <laughs> oh, you that's expensive. <laughs> the glory hole. Go be <laughs> God. <laughs> you can just uh, use my body for your needs. Oh. So I give you permission. Oh, no. Oh, could, could <laughs> my cold little oh, bumhole. Wh- right, what would you choose? Here's one of them. Right. You're Gary, <laughs> you're Gary Glitter in the fictional uh, The Death of Gary Glitter. I'm Gary Glitter. Right. I'm Gary Glitter. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to be no, in my gang? Gary. Gary. Do you want to be in my gang? I don't want to be in your gang. Do you want to be in your gang? What, what, what is your gang, actually? It's sort of paedophiles. Oh. No. Really, you just go around molesting children and uh, enjoying it, really, any basically. Gangs? Any other gangs? No, just the paedophiles gang. Oh. Do, do you want to join my gang? Do you want to be um, my gang? Any benefits? Uh, get to fiddle some kids. Get you fiddling. 10% off at Top Man? Um, uh, gap kids? Wang, all that. You, you, that's true, you can gap a few kids <laughs> if you want to. Um, do you want to be my gang? Well, I'm, I'm the leader. I'm the leader. Can I be the deputy? You can be the deputy. That's true, and then if anyone eventually decides to execute me, Gary Glitter, they could say I shot the sheriff, but I didn't shoot the deputy. <laughs> it's nothing to do with Gary Glitter, but it's another song-based anecdote. Paedophiles. About paedophiles. So, <clears throat> all right, I'm Gary Glitter, right, Gary Glitter. celebrity paedophile Gary Glitter. Going, oh, Gary, oh, Gary, you're going to be hung. Oh, Gary, you... Oh, I'm sorry about this, they, but... They, that, my hands are tied, Gary. to the room... <laughs> Uh, right, and there's three. There's three people. There's, there's the hangman. There's, yep. there's Pierre Point there. Yeah. Uh, played by Timothy Dalton. <laughs> okay. There's um, there's the person that has to watch. 
the witness yeah okay uh, played by marianne hobbs okay well, why not there's, good cast. and there's the policeman who arrested you played by uh, jasper carrot the yeah. detective in a yellow coat and then it's all ready and then <laughs> yeah lenny henry comes in <laughs> as a fellow hello then he says gary <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sure that low voice. Yeah. I don't know why they bothered you. They could have cast you in that role. Um, you've got two choices. <laughs> yeah. One, you get hung alive. Mm, yeah. Two, you get hung alive. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah. One, you get hung alive. Yeah. Two, you have to be put in a coffin. It's a very comfortable coffin with Sky TV, Glory Hall, and sandwiches. Mm-hmm. But you have to have a rotting corpse in there with you. <laughs> right. Which one would you pick? Um, well, as uh, they say, it is a self-preservation society. Should we go to Glitter? It's just another song used in a conversational way. About pedophiles. Um, it is about pedophiles, I think, isn't it? That song? The self-preservation society. How are you going to self-preserve? <laughs> well. Fuck some children. Yeah. Children in need of shagging. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the options were to be hung, to be hung, or, or put in like put like in a, a life coffin. a lifelong coffin oh. with all the amenities of a um, perhaps a rich student's oh, bed that's, that's a no-brainer. I think I'd um, with a cor- with a rotting corpse. With a rotting though. corpse. They smell a bit, don't they? That's, that's basically. I've, the I've heard that they're a bit niffy. When you put it as just a bad smell, it doesn't sound good. But it's mm. you, you're going to watch it turn into a skeleton. Basically, it's true. Well, you could just end it all. Uh, I think um, I'd uh, I'd open the box. Uh, <laughs> you'd have got out. Yeah, I think so. I think I'd bow out. I think I'd uh, I would hang myself until I was dead with a lemon in my mouth and my pants around me ankle. <laughs> Plus, <laughs> that's the dignified way to go. I think I'd give to Missy Dalton a wink. <laughs> I think it's because he's Timothy Dalton. Yeah, I love Timothy Dalton. I thought he was a good Bond. That's the. Was he a Bond? He was Bond. People. I'm not an expert on Bond. People slate him as a Bond. He was a good Bond. Was he a Brook Bond? Uh, mm. (laughs) Cup of tea. Mm. (laughs) It's cup of tea. It's not really a joke, though. No, I'm a stand-up comedian. I'm paid to to be funny. Uh, yeah, I know. You should laugh. It's good. Uh, That's the correct response. <laughs> say you had. Say, ah, how about this? So, right, you're not Gary Glitter anymore. Oh. You're just a normal Joe. Okay. You're just a normal, average oh, Joe. Good. Your name is Derek Gray. Oh, okay. Okay? Yeah. You work in an office. Yep. You have one wife oh, and dear. one child. Oh, dear. I don't like this. Child is disabled. He's got one leg. And I'm not well, even molesting him. Um, only on, on on a monthly basis. Just monthly. Just monthly. Oh, um, I mean, Gary Glitter, I wouldn't like that. You have one watch, seven pairs of socks, <laughs> three ties, three shirts, three trousers. What's my favourite chocolate bar? Cadbury's Plain. Oh, just the very dairy plain. milk. The dairy plainest. milk. You like digestives? Yep. Or second choice, rich tea. Oh. You drive a Ford Mondeo. Yeah. You like James Blunt. Yeah. You sometimes wear a cap, but only if it's sunny. Same with glasses. Okay. You keep 
cards of people you've met on business outings <laughs> in the little slots above the mirror or and stroke wow. windshield thing. Nothing like Gary Glitter at all. I'm starting to wish I was still Gary Glitter now. You get a genie who comes up to you says, Rob, you got three wishes. Which of them wishes are you going to take? Fuck which one in which order? Oh. What are they? I'd say, well, first of all, thanks for the opportunity, Noel. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, ooh, well, the first thing you've got to remember about genies, of course, is um, the last wish always has to be to free the genie. No. No, it does, because if you don't have that arrangement, then they're going to screw you, aren't they? No, because the genie always knows. The genie always goes, you know, you wish to win the lottery and you'll get a tenner, or you'll wish for, you know, the biggest penis in the world and it will be ginormous and unwieldy and you won't even be able to walk. It will be as big as the moon. and It will be the it moon. It will somehow result in the end of humanity, basically. <laughs> and uh, that's what genies do to you, isn't it? So you have to be, even if you're selfless, if you go, I wish for peace on earth, it will go... Oh, peace on earth, is it? And it'll, <laughs> peas. peas Pe- on oh, peas on earth, oh. is it? Oh, here we go then. You know, everyone will be drowning in bird's eye peas. So uh, we can't... <laughs> that's always the problem. It's always the problem with genius. They always fucking diddle you. <sighs> so uh, you've got to go. Wish number three, free the genie. Is there, any, is, there, is there anything which you think you could say which they couldn't fiddle? Uh, children, they can't fiddle. This is against the genie code. It's just the Gary Glitter code you can do that in. Um, anything they can't fiddle. No, I mean, you could go, look, genie, no funny business, right? I want a thousand million pounds in me house today. And I go, oh, all right then. And then it'll be pound coins and it'll be, yeah. you know, bigger capacity than the house can contain. Really and think the house through, will explode and all people will come and steal it all. It's very difficult. You've got to think it through, I think. You've got to think it through. You've got, You've got, to, think very You've got to think of every eventuality. Well, the, the thing I always wonder about genies is these people on the, the movies, they all they all just do them straight away. And you think, well, there's no time limit. You keep the genie around for uh, 20 years if you want. Mm. <laughs> you know, the genie's immortal. He doesn't give a shit. Just think about it. You've got time. But you're greedy, aren't you, Dan? That's the thing. Or rather, Derek Gray, he's greedy. Yeah. He's not greedy, though, is he? He likes everything average. You'd go... Well, thank you. My life is uh, perfectly acceptable as it is. Seven pairs of socks, eight would be extravagant. <laughs> That's what he'd say. He does. <laughs> it would be interesting. Like, like, uh, if you went to the Kentucky Fried Chicken and they said, got a special deal on Mr. Gray today, you can <laughs> up your meal to an extra large size for 10 pence. Okay. First of all, I don't know how you know my name. And second of all, don't try to tempt me with (laughs) extravagance. I'm perfectly happy with my regular family feast. (laughs) So I'd say. I love Mr. Gray. (laughs) He's good, isn't he? I'll have to bring him back periodically. He's completely average. Everything. (laughs) Everything's average. (laughs) He earns exactly £25,000 a year. Exactly. He lives in a £200,000 house. (laughs) So when the genie appears, he goes... No, thank you. He just carries on. <laughs> he doesn't even need to wish for mediocrity because he's already got it. He takes the average amount of sick days every year. <laughs> no, thank you. Fine as I am. Perfectly average. Perfectly normal. I'm okay, I know when I'm going to die. I'm going to die at the average age of the national <laughs> person in the UK dies at. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so he's probably going to go down to the minute, hasn't he? Because yeah. he just looks at the statistics and he just knows that's when he's going to die. <laughs> We're dying at precisely the age of 69 is eight months and three days <laughs> at about 11 o'clock in the morning, choking statistically on a bun. <laughs> There'll be no surprises for me, your host, Jerry Gray. <laughs> Going am I? <laughs> oh, thank you, Derek, for uh, joining us today in the studio. <laughs> so, so that answers that question, doesn't it? <laughs> so, we know what Mr. Grey would pick. What would you oh, pick? pick? Well, the thing is about genies, right? Okay, number three needs to be the free the genie, but you can't. Right. You can't. Assume. I wish you just go out. I would, well, maybe you should just go. Right, you got two wishes. Yeah, That's just take it for granted, Genie. I'm going to let you go, all right, Genie. Jesus oh. Christ. It's, it's, it's that, uh, that age-old thing. If someone gives you something and then takes it away, it's a lot worse than them just, just giving you nothing. It. That's yeah. right. So you can go, all right, Genie, I'll have my third wish first. I want you to be free. And you'll go, oh, that's very generous of you. I'll make sure you're... He's, he's from the north. Oh, oh, he's very, oh, that's very generous. I'll make sure I grant you your first two wishes without any complications. <laughs> and you go, oh, thanks very much. That's good of you. And what I've noticed when you ask people what their three genie wishes are, they always go for the same combination. They have money, which will satisfy all financial and material needs ever. And the second one is some sort of supernatural power. So they'll go, I want to have 20 million quid in my bank tomorrow and invisibility. <laughs> they, always, they always do, guaranteed. They always want something, you know, something magic, money, and supernatural. So basically, they'd probably go for a secondary expense power. One of your favourite ones. I want to have thirty-seven pounds fifty and infinite Twixes for life and USB fingers. <laughs> that, that's always it. My my uh, my lovely girlfriend has a very nice uh, second supernatural wish. She wishes that her ears didn't get cold in winter. <laughs> Isn't that terrific? That's brilliant. Yeah. See, I admire that because it's not greedy. She could wish for flight. She could wish for to destroy her enemies with mind bullets. But she doesn't. She just doesn't want her little ears to be yeah. cold. If anything, it's unimaginative. Maybe. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, darling. It's just... Come on, you could fly if you want. Maybe maybe just to be happy. Just to be eternally happy. Ooh, like, wouldn't oh, that be really annoying? Be awful, oh, you like the laughing policeman. I like, <laughs> I like being miserable. Can you imagine the laughing policeman? Because, um, you know, he didn't exist in a vacuum. Presumably he had to see other policemen on a daily basis. <laughs> and he'd come to work and he'd be going, <laughs> And people would go, oh, fuck, it's the laughing policeman. Officer Hootie. And uh, <laughs> they'd say, oh, dear, officer, your, your uh, assignment today is to go and arrest some paedophile killers. And he'll go, ah! <laughs> Could you, could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine on covert operations? Oh, that'd be odd. They're all there dressed in black, <laughs> sneaking up. <laughs> They're just about to get him. He's just about to admit that he he was a big. He, he robbed lots of money. You've caught me red-handed, <laughs> Inspector. I did steal the. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you very much, Officer Hooty. You completely ruined the confession. We almost had him. We were recording that. We had him. What do you think about that? <laughs> You'd just get mad. Can you imagine if there's somebody in your office like that? Uh, just slit the throat. Just <laughs> and then you'd have to go to jail with Gary Glitter. And every day they'd come and inspect you and they'd be going, <laughs> <laughs> He's a bit evil, isn't he, the laughing policeman? Yeah. A bit frightening. I think anyone who laughs. Psychotic. He should be locked up. I don't think people should be allowed to laugh. 
Another celebrity policeman, <clears throat> Dixon of Doc Green. Oh. Yep, he was famous for being a bit edgy because um, when they were showing his program, his, his catchphrase was "Evening all," and that was seen as very disrespectful because policemen, as public servants, they wouldn't say "Evening all." They'd say "Good evening all," and that was seen as the height of rudeness and unprofessionalism at the time. Well, so uh, but when he eventually came out and said, "Oh, you shitters," <laughs> he was in big trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to stop doing that. It's quite loud. Hurts my throat. <laughs> oh, very hoarse. How about that? The the uh, as, a, as an extra secondary pair. <laughs> never get a sore throat. Oh, that'd be good. You never have to buy another um, locket. No. Or, or another strep. Like some kind of locket dispenser in your palate. <laughs> An internal strepsil. Hmm. A strepsil within. I like that. <gasps> How about this replicator in your mouth? <laughs> so you could produce any food you wanted and eat it instantly. What's that you're doing, Hargreaves? <laughs> <laughs> well, we've been going for an hour now, Dan. Oh, that's an hour. That's probably. I think that's our longest podcast ever. I think it's quite. It's, it's flown. It's flown by. Bloody flown by. It's flown by. Flown by. Bloody. It's flown <laughs> We've had genies, we've had detectives in yellow coats or otherwise, laughing policemen, yep. paedophiles, Derry Glitter, other and celebrities, the, the rappers. introduction to Derek Gray. Derek Gray, thank you. I'd say it was lovely to be here, but it hasn't been. It's been perfectly acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much, Mr. Derek Gray. I think that's about all we've got time for now. Excellent. So uh, yes. We'll see you soon. It's, it's good night from me. And good night from <laughs> him. Till I'll have it. <laughs>